Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night Show in studio. Of course, John Katsimatidis, Judge Weinberg, Ed Cox, and Governor Patterson. And on the line for us right now, we have Andy McCarthy. He's a columnist for the National Review. He also served as an assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Andy McCarthy. And Judge Weinberg, you had a Great question? To Great to be with you. Hi, Thank you, sir. Andy, you had two very interesting columns recently. One was the fact that the uh, verdict of the Oath Keepers case showed that this was a spontaneous riot at the Capitol. It wasn't pre-planned. It wasn't a deliberate, elaborate plot to take over the government. That was one. I like your comment on that. The second one is the fact of the double standard that if you had a, uh, a Democratic administration run with a Democratic vice president and president, they would be all over this issue about the influence peddling by the Biden family. Yeah, well, I, I, I appreciate both. Questions. I think on the uh, on the Oath Keepers case, the only way really to interpret the jury's verdicts, which acquitted three of the uh, people on the main charge of uh, seditious conspiracy, and even with the guy, the main guy who they got on seditious conspiracy, who was the head of the Oath Keepers, they found him not guilty of plotting to uh, interrupt or, or disrupt the count of uh, electoral votes. They, the jury obviously believed the defense that what happened while reprehensible was not an elaborate plan. Uh, and I think they were all properly found guilty of, of, of actually obstructing the count because that's what they did. But that doesn't require a plan. And I think that's really what they should have been charged with. And then I, I think, Judge, on the other point, uh, it's, it just seems I, – I, I can use Trump as an example, but he's such a lightning rod, I, I prefer not to. So if you take Trump out of it and just say any Republican, uh, the same thing happened with that person as happened with the Biden family, which is that millions of dollars – let's just take China – millions and millions of dollars from China uh, came into the coffers of the – of, of the Biden family it wasn't just Hunter Biden. I mean, they keep calling it the Hunter Biden investigation to trivialize it. Uh, but the fact is that the president himself is implicated in this from uh, the beginning of it. When Hunter goes to China on Air Force Two, when Biden is going over there on Obama administration business in order to solidify one deal. And then in the other deal, we the CEFC deal with China, where we actually have a witness, this guy, Tony Bobolinsky who who explains that he had meetings with Joe Biden about the deal. We know that the Biden family got $6 million in that transaction. So I think if, it, if the shoe were on the other foot, Americans would be demanding to know what did China think it was buying. Right. And, and your point in the article, which I thought was very compelling, was does this raise a reasonable question? Has this influenced the policymaking by Biden administration? Yeah, well, I think that would be the only question we'd be asking, right? If it was, if it were not a Democrat uh, in the White House, who the who the press was. So uh, Ed, Cox, Ed, and, Ed Cox here, Andy. Yeah, so how yeah, does Associated Press 
get off with saying, uh, yes, okay, it's authentic, the laptop's authentic, et cetera, but no connection with the president. I mean, they're supposed to be the authoritative source that's printed in papers all over the country. How do they get away with that? Yeah, it's moronic for them to say that, too, because, I mean, it, if you kept the if you kept the laptop out of it, you would still have all the sp- suspicious activity reports that showed millions of dollars going into the, the Biden family. But the laptop documents connections of Joe Biden to uh, the people who were uh, Hunter and James Biden's business partners again and again and again. So it's just, uh, you know, to say that there's no connection there. Well, now, I had those I joint accounts. Clear here. I'm, not saying it, I'm not saying it's a criminal connection. That hasn't been established. But I can tell you, as somebody who had a security clearance in the United States government, anyone in the government who wants, except for the president, who, wants to, who needs a security clearance, has to fill out a very extensive form where you disclose, you have to disclose not only your own, but your close family members, Every trip to a foreign country, every connection to a foreign country, every financial transaction involving people in a foreign country. And that's because the common experience of the intelligence community is the way that the United States becomes vulnerable to blackmail often involves a lot of money being paid to either the person or to close family members. So, you know, that's something that that is routinely taken into account. So what's happening in Delaware with the uh, with the. U.S. attorney there, he's still looking into the into the Biden case, and the, but that's going on for years. Yeah, it's 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 gone on way too long. If it were, you know, I mean, with just the Hunter Biden stuff, that's very simple and straightforward. Uh, you know, you would think they could have made a decision, and uh, you know, especially the false statement on the on the gun purchase that, you know, that would take you about five minutes to wrap your brain around. Right. So that's been going on for four years that they haven't brought charges. And I think it's unfortunate that we've fallen into the trap of calling it the Hunter Biden investigation, which is exactly um, what what the Democrats and their media friends want. Uh, They want the public to think about it like that. But the least important Biden in the in the Hunter Biden investigation is Hunter. Andy, that's the setup to give him a plea on some minor charges, say, look, we prosecuted right. him. Nobody is above yeah. the law. We got the kid. Game over. That's what that's about, Andy. Exactly right. Yep. The Justice Department will say we did it without fear or favor. Uh, Biden will run around saying he didn't interfere with the Justice Department when they uh, you know, investigated his son. I, I've always predicted that they'll probably bring him in like Christmas Eve um, when nobody's paying any attention and take the plea. So now there's a special counsel appointed, Jack uh, Jack Smith, with respect to right. uh, to the president or former president. Uh, why not one with Hunter Biden? I mean, there's, yeah, there's talk about more, conflicts. That's a that's a great question. I mean, it's a profound conflict with the the Biden Justice Department having to investigate the Bidens. The the uh, one that they came up with for Trump is a very theoretical yes. conflict, and frankly. It's all smoke and mirrors anyway, because, first of all, Smith is exercising the president's power. You can't in in the United States system, prosecutorial authority is executive. So you can't separate it from the administration anyway. And he still reports to the attorney general. So it doesn't really create the kind of uh, insulation or separation that they they say it does. And if you think that, um, uh, you know, if you think that uh, Jack Smith is going to indict Donald Trump without running it past Merrick Garland. Um, I think there's a there's an attractive bridge down there where you guys are that uh, perhaps we could sell to you. 
the, the t- tell us, going back to your first article about this uh, 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 conspiracy, seditious conspiracy. First time I've heard that. Uh, yeah. Apparently it came out of the Civil War. Uh, is is this a uh, something that has been revived that really doesn't uh, apply to the present situation? Yeah, I think it doesn't apply. I, I tried uh, one of the last big seditious conspiracy cases against uh, jihadists who blew up who bombed the World Trade Center and then tried to bomb other New York City landmarks in the 90s. And that's a kind of a clean, seditious conspiracy case. The word sedition does not actually appear in the charging language of the statute. The crime is... Oh, we lost some... Something, the call, it looks like it dropped. uh, we'll, We'll try to get Andy McCarthy back. By the way, I did want to talk to Andy McCarthy about Trump's meeting with Nick Fuentes and Kanye West. Kanye West, by the way, has really lost his mind. He was on Alex Jones' podcast, and he says that— well, well, Lost his mind. Of- he, in that in that dinner or whatever it was, he asked former President Trump to be his vice presidential but candidate. But he's further lost his mind because on the Alex Jones podcast, he said that there were some good things about the Nazis— and so Trump has come out since that dinner and said he had no idea who Nick Fuentes was. He's had no idea he was a white supremacist. And now there's an unofficial policy where all of the people that meet with Trump will be vetted more properly. I, How Ed come Co- it took so long for Trump to make that statement? I, I That's a good question. And Ed Cox, do you think he could, could come back from this? Obviously, I do not believe President Trump is anti-Semitic. His daughter is Jewish. His grandchildren are Jewish. He greeted the embassy in Jerusalem. I mean, seriously, this is he's not the Abraham Accords. But can he come back but from the this? The question is, is he trying to please some constituency that he thinks is important to him? That's the issue. Right. And what do you think, uh, Governor Patterson? Uh, I think the less said about Kanye West, the better. And uh, and but for the former president, this is a kind of a pattern. It happened in in uh, Charlottesville, where at first he kind of doesn't say anything. Then a few days later, he says that um, it was really wasn't a good thing. And then he, he just kind of waters it down until it goes away. In this particular situation, I think he could have made it go away immediately. Just by saying, look, I didn't know the guy, and what he's talking about is absolutely appalling, and I'll never associate with myself with him or anyone like him. He never seems to make that strong statement that could shut it down. Back on the line with us, Andy McCarthy, and you're joining the conversation. We're talking about Trump's meeting with Nick Fuentes and Kanye West and that other guy, Milo, how do you say, Yalonus, whatever, what's his name, that guy's? Yanopoulos, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Do you think, I mean, Trump is now saying he didn't know who Nick Fuentes was, that he wasn't a white supremacist, and in their short meeting they had together, he would have condemned any sort of statement. What do you think about this entire thing? Well, he knew who Kanye West was, right? Uh, right. right, he paraded exactly. him into the Mar-a-Lago. Got to be careful who your friends are. There are a lot of yeah, nice people you down in Palm dogs, Beach. You, you lie with dogs, with. you wake up with fleas. Well, but yeah, it also just goes to, um, I hate to say this, but, you know, look, this is what the second term would be like if there were, I mean, I don't think there can be a second term because I don't think the former president can win a national election. But if he did, you know, he's not staffed now with excellent people like he had before who were, who would, like, uh, keep him on the straight and narrow, and he's making a lot of mistakes, and unfortunately he's gotten himself into some legal hot water as well. I, I really wish 
um, he would say, you know, he had an excellent presidency up until the end. Uh, he did a lot of good for the country. Uh, he should, uh, you know, enjoy being a former president, and uh, we all ought to move on. And it'd be better. I would like to see the Justice Department not go after him. I'd like to see him not go after the nomination, and we can all sort of move on with our lives. But Do you think the you know, Justice Department will leave him alone, Andy? No. No. No, no I think it's— I think it's only a matter of when. I don't think it's uh, if at this point. The president has indirectly said, as he does stuff with the Justice Department, that he wants uh, uh, Donald Trump indicted. Yeah, and look, I I, I think they think that the documents case from Mar-a-Lago, I think they think that's a strong case. I don't think they're going to be able to make a January 6th case on them, although that's their top agenda item. But I think they think they have the documents case in the bag. And it's just a matter of when they decide, when it's politically expedient for them to bring it. Right now, they are hoping that he has the a chaotic effect, I think, on the Republican primary. And that's, so I think that's what that's the game. Yeah. That's, that's exactly the game. The game. Yeah, they'll dangle it, but they won't do it. And then if, he be, if there comes a point where he's not a viable candidate anymore, then they'll indict Thank him. you. Yeah. Andy McCarthy, thank you so much. And uh, we're at the end of the show. And uh, uh, thank you, Ed Cox uh, and uh, Mr. Wein- Judge Weinberg and Governor Patterson and Lydia. And uh, the, for the record, I don't think uh, Donald Trump is anti-Semitic. No. And, and no. for the record, no. I think uh, he could have been one of the best Fair presidents uh, uh, other than Ronald Reagan if, if he... Uh, Stayed off Twitter. He stayed off of Twitter. Yeah, well, that's the nicest way we can say it. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.